Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 so i'm wondering 23 year old mike gallagher uh, out doing some clubbing and grooving to some nana anointed noinzig luft balloons huh? that'd be a different mike gallagher <laughs> you know the tune though right the i do i love this in fact very sad story to report. You, go ahead and give the birthday information. Oh, I'll share God. the sad well, story. Well, all right. Me, okay. All right. So Nana, German songstress Nana, is 62. And the 99 Red Balloons thing, the story there is that they're, that, I mean, the fictitious story is they have a big balloon release, and it's 99 Red Balloons. And some powerful army thinks that they're UFOs. So they dispatch a bunch of uh, fighter jets. Embarrassed that they're just stupid balloons, they put on a huge show of firepower. Neighboring nations go, what's going on? And a huge war ensues, and, like, the world blows up or something. Oh, I just realized that's not who I thought I was. Never mind. I don't have a sad story. Okay, I thought good. that was Deborah Harry. Because it kind of sounds like Deborah Harry, right? From Blondie, if she were German, right? I know, but her voice, the timbre of her voice. You know what? Uh, you know, and listen, stylistically, and in the era, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give this one to you. What's sad about that? De- well, what's well, sad about Debbie Harry? There's a she horrible I- story about Deborah Harry's voice teacher here in New York City. Right. Um. Um. A young twenty-something-year-old woman was evidently having a very bad day with her fiance. Volatile mm-hmm. relationship. This mm-hmm. just happened a week or two ago, a couple weeks ago, and she encountered. Deborah Harry's vocal teacher. This is this was a woman, a beloved Broadway voice teacher, mm-hmm. eighty-seven years old. I was going to say De- Debbie Harry is seventy-six. This the the, the voice teacher the, who who's, who a lot of stars studied under, including mm-hmm. Deborah Harry, mm-hmm. was knocked to the ground by this twenty-something-year-old young woman, and uh, she hit her head and. Cracked her skull Wait, open and was died. This in, and was this died. in Chelsea? Was this in it Chelsea? Was, it was in Chelsea, and New York. This, this is the. Uh, this is what you sent me the other day when yep. I was asking you about: yep. Is it safe to come to New York? Where are you? When are you? Boy, when are you getting on a plane to go up there? I'm here. Island? I got here yesterday, oh, oh, so dude. I'm in okay, New York, and go. and it's and it's like uh, this here. I mean, I'm going to tell you right now: It's like this. It's this is what's going uh, on. People are being attacked um, randomly. Of course, here's what's very interesting. Now, the uh, woman who's charged with this woman's death. Long, flowing red hair, as she was described, the red-haired vixen. You know, Alvin Bragg, the progressive district attorney, seems to be looking the other way on African-American crime. But with this woman, he threw the book at her, tried to remand her, no bail. And I know this because the defense attorney who represents the, the alleged attacker is a friend of mine. So I talked to him, and I got a little bit of the scoop, and he's kind of between a rock and a hard place because he goes, I don't want to come out and say what, you know, everybody kind of knows. But see, these district attorneys have an agenda. There is a racial justice social warrior agenda to these George Soros-installed prosecutors, and that agenda is, and now if you're a, 
young, privileged white woman, and she is, incidentally. She's the- this, this is now becoming famous. Well, you've been talking. I've been Googling. This is a woman named Lauren Pazienza who has, like, a big online presence and, and is kind of yep. just sort of an attractive mainstream Her, her dad's a very successful woman. business owner. He's got a big it, cesspool company, actually, uh-huh. on Long Island. Literally. Yeah. Wow. And okay. so, so there's right. no problem, but... but the DA looks at her and says, all right, white privilege. Here we go. We're going to throw the book at you. We're yep. charging you with manslaughter. And, you know, Arthur, my friend, the attorney, is kind of in the an enviable position of having to make the case. This is not exactly the same as going up and blowing somebody's brains out. She she had a bad day. She shoved. I'm not defending her instantly. Yeah. When I say bad day, I'm being I sarcastic. Oh, okay. you, why these elder? And I did a whole hour on this yesterday about the evil we're seeing in our streets. Did you see the woman in the grandmother in New Orleans yes. got her arm dragged off yes. and, uh, and 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 killed being carjacked? I mean, these things are happening. And and you know the the callers. Takeaway was the answer is easy. Evil prevails. Evil is all around us. Uh, we know it's happening. We know what's happening, how it's happening, why it's happening. We've gotten away from God. We've gotten away from the Bible. And yet we just keep seeing acts of goodness. And so I want to get to Ukraine. I want to get to the act of goodness from this audience in just a moment. But before I do even that, I'm really fascinated at the analysis of Katanji Brown Jackson on our side. Mm-hmm. It's like we're all surprised that what is emerging is the portrait of a fierce, loyal, progressive jurist. Right. And it's like we're surprised (laughs) that she's not smart enough to know that we're all anticipating that, so she's going to dodge any any answers that would would confirm it. Mm -hmm. So she's evasive. I mean, I'm listening to people say, oh, it's so weird how she wouldn't answer questions. No, it's not weird. It's not weird at all because she knows that those are troublesome answers. Amy Coney Barrett will come to your house and tell you her judicial philosophy. She's proud of it. She's a constitutionalist. Judge Jackson, whom I take nothing away from her impressive resume and biography, blah, 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 is not interested in being as forthright. Well, and and, and the shock people have expressed at the woman answer. Well, that's the perfect answer for a progressive. You can't go ask a progressive caller of yours. Who's what's a woman? Yep. What's a man? They won't tell you. They can't. They because because they can't. There's no way to answer. But if you answer it incorrectly, then all those <laughs> activist groups who who pushed her forward, every liberal, far wacko, left radical group in America yep. wanted Katanji Brown Jackson on the bench, and they're going to get her. They're going to get her, and that's who we're going to have on the. We're going to have a justice who cannot answer the question, "What is a woman?" And and for those, there may be folks, X percent of people driving around going, "Why is that hard? Why is that problematic?" So let's unpack for just a little bit. Let's say she had answered the question. She has two choices: answer it truthfully, which is to say that a woman is an adult human female. That's it an adult human female. Why couldn't she do that? Because in so doing, she instantly identifies that Rachel Levine doesn't apply, Leah Thomas doesn't apply, no trans man attempting to turn into a woman applies. If, if it's adult human female, then that definition is dashed against the rocks. So her only other choice would be to say that a woman is an adult human female or anyone who seeks to identify as a woman. That's which, the, the best, what that Which is the correct answer to the left. Problem with that, 75% of America, if not more, would go, are you out of your mind? And she doesn't dare say that, but that's, nope. that is the correct progressive it. answer. It's whatever you think you are. 
What is a woman? Well, it's whatever a human being determines they are. And she doesn't dare say that. I mean, she said enough things that were in cra- that were crazy. I-, I love the left's hysterical pushback on 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 senators asking her about her record. They didn't ask her about her yearbook. They didn't ask her what kind of beer she drank in high school. Yep. Um, they didn't ask her about her cal- her calendar for summer camp when she was 17 years old. No, they asked her about her judicial record including the lenient sentencing of child pornographers. Yep. And it was a pattern mark and and but but explain something to me. And I got to get Andy McCarthy. You've interviewed him before. He's I've, wonderful. Oh, is he? Well, I like I thought so. Oh, okay. I, okay. Yes, but Yes, but, uh, yes, but yes, but until mm-hmm. he says that was just rhetoric at the demagogic level to say that she's been light on child pornographers. No, I Andy. I saw his column. He said she's within the mainstream. Listen, is she within the mainstream of how sentencing might have gone? Pro- probably Yeah, because so. we've got too many progressive judges. <laughs> Ta-da! I mean, exactly, last night, exactly Mark, right. you got you got to hear this. Last yeah. night, I'm watching ABC. The one network news that I watch, I don't know why I'm drawn to David Muir. David Muir, ABC he, World he News does tonight, a really nice job. And I think always, it's, they, and they finish off that newscast with an America Strong or yep, some upbeat agreed. thing that it's really good. But mm-hmm. you got to suffer through ABC News bias. <laughs> exactly, you have exactly to listen. Right. Now they have a young African American anchor reporter, and I like her. I forget her name, Lauren Scott. Maybe I don't know. I'm going to find it because I'm going to pull this clip. Derek's going to pull it before airtime at 10.05. She did, a, she did the coverage of the, of the, the hearings yesterday. Mm-hmm. And David Muir is on, in Poland or wherever he is now, you know, with his T-shirt on and his parka, and he's anchoring. He throws to her, and she does the whole report. And she, it was so biased and so pathetically one-sided. She literally, this is the news reporter, literally says, the Republicans' line of questioning was very slanted and very inaccurate. I'm going to find the clip. Oh, yeah. And then, you know what she did? Here's what she did. She took the sentencing, the history of sentencing of pedophiles by Katanji Brown-Jackson and did what you and I were just saying a minute ago. She put it in the quadrant of what happens nationally, how judges typically go below federal guidelines for pedophiles and child pornographers in their sentencing. Well, that's the point. That's the problem. And when, I mean, in one moment yesterday, Lindsey Graham, boy, once in a while, he just, he nails it. Judge Jackson said, in defending her lenient sentences, apparently there's one really heinous case where an 18-year-old was viewing 8-year-olds being raped by Mm -hmm. older men. I mean, horrible, this 18-year-old ought to be still in prison for the rest of his miserable life. She gave him three months, and they keep asking her why, and she answers, quote, in comes the internet. With one click, you can receive, you can distribute tens of thousands of images mm-hmm. of child porn. She said, you can be doing this for 15 minutes, and all of a sudden, you're looking at 30, 40, 50 years in prison. Now, she said that like that was an outrage. Right. The outrage is she doesn't understand somebody watching children being raped for, for 15 minutes ought to be in prison 30, the, 40, 50 and, and, and years. Small, and the small amount of time it takes to commit this evil all of a sudden means it's something we should be soft peddling. Hey, it only takes a half a second to shoot somebody in the head. No is that kidding. Okay too? How long do you look at eight-year-olds being raped before you decide to sentence them to prison, Judge uh, Jackson Brown? How, or Judge Brown Jackson? A half hour? An hour? It's fi- so 15 minutes isn't enough 
This is this is the but this is the sickness of the left. Progressives are nuts. Just just so people know, and and along those lines, uh, ABC reporter in question is Rachel Scott. Rachel Scott, and I like her work. And then she she stood there. Very nice job in a lot of ways. But wait till you hear it. If Derek can pull it quick enough, we'll play it for you before this segment is over. She says it right in the middle of her report. I almost fell off the couch. I had a rough trip, trip in. Traffic, all kinds of crap. <laughs> Why I came to New York, it's 40 degrees and rainy and miserable. I left 80 degrees in sunshine in Florida like a dumbbell. Anyway, I get in, I, I look at, I'm looking at my DVR, catch it up on Tucker, catch it up on my shows, and there's the ABC report. And in the middle of the report, she says, the Republican line of questioning was completely wrong. I mean, it was like she's yeah. making a value judgment. In, and that's what they do, Mark. That's what they do. All right, more, more stuff I got to dive into with you because I'm I, I can't wait. Here's, here's good news. In about three weeks, we, we we turned our, as you did, turned our Food for the Poor campaign into a fundraising for Ukraine. Yeah, man. Over 100000 on the Mike Gallagher Show. We Sweet. raised so far over. And I tried to get really cocky yesterday because Hewitt got a $20,000 donor. <laughs> so I thought, well, I could get a $25,000 donor if I promised to fly them to New York, take them to the best Broadway show, whatever they choose, take them to they, the best. They, I don't think anybody's really four, motivated. They'll, they'll take, take four COVID tests to the hotel room. Right. I think them. they want me to pay them not to come to New York. So that didn't work. And so I was asking for a big donor, but we don't need big donors. We need a bunch of little donors. You're you're inviting them to the wrong compound. Bring them to Florida. No, or maybe Vegas. I was thinking about about pivoting and going to Vegas, seeing a Cirque du Soleil show. I think they got rid of the mask. Now now we're talking. Anyway, we're so proud of of the, and many of the generous listeners who come from the Metroplex. Uh, As we know, Food for the Poor has partnered with a group called Feed My Starving Children. They are on the ground in Ukraine. Have you seen what's going on? Mariupol? Have you that seen city that is city? a pile of rubble. Oh, my I, Lord. It's, um, uh, and there's 100,000 people there. Yep. They're still there, Mark. And, and they got nothing. They, they got, got nothing. no water. They got no electricity. That's why we're I doing mean, what we're doing. Please go it. to MikeOnline.com and click, click on that Help Ukraine banner because we got to get food, supplies, medicine to these people. There's a video we're going to play on the show. And it's this is an awkward time when we transition into Salem News Channel. And we're doing more and more stuff with that. We want you to, of course, listen to 660 AM, The Answer. Make it your go-to. But if you want to see the clips, if you want to see some stuff that we're playing, go to SalemNewsChannel.com, download the app. There's a video online now of, of a group of Ukrainians. And they are staring down a couple of Russian soldiers who have, looks like, you know, some automatic weapons. Yep. And they're singing the Ukrainian national anthem, and they are pushing them back and pushing them back. And the Russian soldier with the gun is looking around nervously. He tries to fire up in the air a couple times. He just he just retreats. And it's such a beautiful thing. There was some stuff on the Internet that said, well, that was from 2017. Well, then somebody else said, no, no, that was recent. But the Ukrainian spirit is real. And whether that video was from a couple years ago or not, I love what that – they're. I mean, they're, Vladimir Putin is – flummoxed by Ukraine. I know he it is. Did not, and, and we it was not the cakewalk. Afghanistan held them off for 10 years. I hope we're not looking at 10 years of this because I don't know if Ukraine can stand it. But I just wonder how the, you know, the 30 seconds we got to get out. How do you – a month, two months, three months from now, how, how do you think this is playing out? I don't see it ending anytime soon. Do you? I don't no, see no, Putin. I do not. Putin's not going to wave a white flag. Ukra- Ukraine's not giving up. Putin's nope, not giving up. Nope, and, nope. And, um, and America under Biden – not likely to do anything. But we should continue to do everything we can to help Amen. Ukraine, arm them, not one boot on one ground over there, but let's go ahead and help them every chance we get. And final five seconds, 
The airlines, the major airline executives yes. are now formally going to Biden, urging, go. the, urging the administration to get rid of the mandatory plane. You were just on a plane yesterday, right? From no. Florida, from, from Tampa yep. to LaGuardia, to LaGuardia. Right? Yep. And, uh, and, and, and had to wear a mask the Nothing changes. Uh, and the, and the flight attendant reminds you, and mask up between bites and between sips. I snuck on a bag of uh, of uh, uh, Chick Fil A, uh, the market salad, because I knew, and thank goodness I did, because there was so much turbulence on the whole plane. It was like riding; mm-hmm. they we, they didn't serve anything during the flight. But I had my Chick Fil A salad, but I I masked up between bites because I don't want the I don't want the flight attendant mask Nazis to come get me. <laughs> Can maybe kick me off the plane. All right. Happy All right, Thursday, man. my friend. Happy Thursday. Mike Gallagher there for you at 10 as soon as we're done. 